Hello, everyone. Welcome to LOA Uncork. This is Holly. And this is Gina. Oh, and Gina, Gina, oh. we have one of our favorite ladies in we the whole really wide world. Did. The person that I want to go to her planet and stalk her. Yes, I, I, I want to move in on her planet, like you said, right <laughs> next door, at least within the same neighborhood. So that we can go so ask quick for access. sugar. Tea. Yes. Yeah, I don't buy, borrow sugar, but I would borrow tea. You'd borrow tea. Uh, I would go over just to say, see if she, what coffee? she could help me with. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> poor thing. She, poor thing. Listen, no. this woman is. We have to give back. We have to give back. Absolutely. So then maybe we so bring tea to her. We will. Us. Okay. We were on her podcast too, which we're we going to really put in the were. show notes. Yep. She's an amazing host for New Earth Visionaries. Mm-hmm. And she knows that she's here to assist with the anchoring in of our New Earth and oneness consciousness. Yeah. The veil is thin and the old way simply does not work any longer. Yeah. She has a passion for supporting people and meeting them where they are at in their journey and i'm going to say without judgment okay Mm -hmm. her sole work has transitioned from a career in law enforcement after feeling the nudge to go all in on herself she believes in each of us activating our divine genum divine radiance blueprint and healing through connection to our own divinity she's going to talk about that she does she holds space for healing ancestral patterns conditioning imprints beliefs Plus the shift into your fullest embodiment of who you are at a soul level. Listen. I mean, and the most down-to-earth, vulnerable, willing to kind of share her story of moving from a very dense, dense place, a dense existence to this just bright, light, glorious, free spirit. She's a generous, wise human. Yes, she really is. And... When we were on her mm-hmm. podcast, yes. Truth Be Told, yes. at the end of the podcast, we were supposed to then record her, mm-hmm. and Gina had made a comment about what, Gina? I made a comment about the lack of my connectivity between my head and my body. Like, basically, my head is, feels like it just floats around without my body, and I was really working on it. We've talked about it on the podcast many times. I think I called it the headless horseman. I, I, yes, I, yes, I kind of we kind of likened it to a... Um, <laughs> To a, a cartoon character, yes, like exactly. the, the bad villain with the head, floating head. So when we finished recording and we stopped recording it, she went right back to it and asked me to better explain it or explain it further, not better explain it, explain it further. And so I did. And she said, well, do you mind if I tap in? And she did the most incredible, gracious healing for me. And Explained why I felt that way, uh, and it's Which makes lifetimes sense, right? and lifetimes and lifetimes ago. But I carry it forward, and it's carried forward in this life. And she went to work with my higher self, and those badass girls like put me back together, and I have felt like a new human since. I love it. She's a and she gifted that to me. It was like within ten minutes, healer. I felt she's a really wise presence. Yeah, she and really is. Yeah, Gina, you have, I mean, yeah. it, it changed you forever. It's and she made sense when she was doing it. Oh, listen, it Well, made you guys were sense. doing it together. But yes, there yeah. was so much emotion around this that yeah. we had to postpone. And so for we, her, for me, for you, yeah. like, it was, it was a, it was a big day yeah. for me. Um, she's a big, she's, she's yeah. a big deal. Anyway, yeah. I'm, we're, I'm excited about sharing this conversation yeah, just because it's rich and maybe some of the concepts might be new a to stretch some of those. For some, yeah. But yeah. you know, listen to it with an openness and take what works, leave what doesn't. Yeah, as she says she's an amazing person. Yeah, amazing healer in this lifetime. I think you'll enjoy this conversation with Amanda Monier. Here we go. 
we go. Welcome everyone to LOA Uncorked with Holly and Gina. We're excited you've joined us for a conversation to unleash your inner badassery and uncork your magic. This is the No Bullshit, All Truth, Nothing But Fun podcast. And don't worry, we've got you. You are our VIP. Hello, everyone. Welcome to LOA Uncorked. This is Holly. <laughs> and this is Gina. <laughs> I was just doing a pregnant pause there. You know why? Why? You're pregnant. I'm pregnant. I was going to say, why would you have something to announce? <laughs> no, but we have, I can't wait to say your name. I usually wait, wait, oh, wait, I but know. it's Amanda Monier. Mon- yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. She mm-hmm. is the best name ever. Oh my God. Okay. She hosts, she's the host of New Earth Visionaries. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with her podcast. Yes, okay. it's a great it, podcast. Everybody needs to head on over there. If you're an LOA on Corker, you're going to love oh, listen, this podcast. Her lineup of guests, I was yeah. telling her earlier that I'm salivating. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I said, mm-hmm. I just want to follow her around and go to the planet that she goes to and <laughs> follow her around. Stuck her and her guests. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure if there's paperwork that on other planets, oh, Gina, but no, there is. Oh yeah. I'm, I'll have to like do like, <laughs> typically there's some sort of translation of language or, you know, stuff. I'll work on that. I'll work oh, on I that love just, to, it. just to make sure Amanda Monier <laughs> is safe from you. That's yes, I that's think. true. Yeah. Okay. So she yeah. is a holistic healer. Yes. She wants to bring more love, healing, and light in the world. Mm. I love that. And we share mm. that this life should be fun and, and we should be powerful creators. Mm-hmm. She's an energy healer. She's uh, she does breath work. She, I mean, we're going to get into all the things that she uh-huh. does. Okay. Uh-huh. She has this beautiful community yes, she that does. she's curated called embodied essence member community. We're going to, we're going to talk more about that, Gina. Know, excited. And you could be part of her community first and then you go to the planet. And then I could just, you I'm, probably have to be a member before you get to go to the planet with her. Do you think so? I will ask. <laughs> I think so. I think that's possible. <laughs> She's <laughs> probably a, it's probably a, a, a requirement. Yeah. I feel like her, her list of gifts go on and yeah. on and on. Like the actual tangible 3d gifts, yeah. you know, like certified breathwork facilitator. She's, she's does energetic uh, allergy practitioner. I mean, she's a sacred light practitioner, soul assignment practitioner. I mean, listen, just a lot in the, the list go on and on yoga. Yeah. I mean, and she also has criminal justice and psychology, but we'll talk about that. Well, she, I'm sure she'll tell us about Lord that. knows she probably has some thoughts about psychology after this podcast, but beyond that, <laughs> I diagnosed. Absolutely. <laughs> but beyond that, when I talked to Amanda, we were on her podcast, truth yeah. be told. So we'll, we'll link that. Incredible. In the show stories, for incredible. Sure. Um, I just see this wise mm. otherworldly wise person mm-hmm. that has so much to say. And that's probably mm. another reason why she's curated just this amazing book of talent. And she is a talent. And so yes. welcome Amanda Monier Mon- yeah! to LOA and Court. Hi, Amanda. <laughs> Hi, you guys are so great. Thank you so much for having me. Oh. <laughs> I can already feel the energy buzzing. This is so oh, yeah. going on. I love it. <laughs> well, great. Like, listen, we are so, so thrilled to have you. I mean, you know, whatever Holly said, it's like tenfold, really, truly. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Okay, hold hold just a second. <laughs> we have a we have a little equipment disaster happening over here. Oh my god! That was like a mic drop moment there. <laughs> Literally, the mic fell apart. 
<laughs> Mike was flying across the room. Oh my god, the port we had you in, I could hear your I could see your lips moving. I couldn't hear her. So as I'm doing that, then the mic, mic drops out. I'm like, okay all right well listen this is this is how energetic you are amanda you like blew up everything i love it in such a good way yes it's perfect in in the best way possible so excited to be here with you so excited so typically what we like to do amanda at the beginning of our podcast is just allow you to share a a little bit about yourself and your journey kind of like the highlights of amanda moon yeah and then we will Take the conversation from there and really highlight a bit more about who you are and the specialness that you bring to the world. Oh, I love it. Well, thanks again for having me and hello to everybody listening. I'm so happy to be here today. Um, So gosh, where to start? I mean, there's so many ways I could could start this. Um, As uh, Holly and Gina mentioned, I am a, a healer. I also like to kind of call myself a healing facilitator because I'm really just, um, you know, we're co-creating it. Right. And so, um, you guys already kind of mentioned a bit about my background. Um, how I got into that though, (laughs) is a whole other story. As I was growing up as a little girl, I, I just always knew that there was a missing piece of the puzzle. There were some things that I knew deep down that nobody was talking about, nobody was telling me, but I just knew I was like, there's more to life than what I'm seeing everybody experiencing. Um, the chaos, the drama, the, you know, the patterns, the pain, Mm. um, my parents divorced when I was little. So there were a lot of abandonment wounds that I had carried on for quite some time. And so I kind of did the normal thing where you like, you know, kind of that average, you go to college, you get a job. I ended up in law enforcement, did that for about six years and was a probation officer. So I got to see a lot of uh, a lot of, a lot of shit actually, oh <laughs> literally God. and figuratively. And, um, it was just a very interesting experience. I appreciate everything that I learned there. I really kind of stepped into my confidence throughout that journey. And then I just knew at a certain point, cause I had my initial awakening and consciousness, if you will, but I was, I think it was a several years into my career there. And so I started doing that healing, like that deeper healing work, the, the deeper why, like, what are we here for? Like, what is the point of this. Cause sometimes like you can look at what's going on in the planet and you're like, this planet is nuts. Like yes. what in, what in the heck is going on here? Like this is just very interesting. Yeah. yeah Cause I yeah. believe that there are a lot of other societies, planets, if you will, where things function a lot more harmoniously. So mm-hmm. I do feel this planet is one of a lot of density and really part of the process uh, was for me learning how to move out of that density so I could actually step into the truth of who I was. Cause that was that missing piece that I felt nobody was telling me. I had so many issues going on with my body. I was exhausted, riddled with acne um, throughout even up until the last year. And I was just determined. And that's one thing I will say to people listening is just don't give up. Like wherever you're at is perfect right now, but consistency and that Mm -hmm. determination and just not giving up, not giving up on those soul nudges. And so I ended up leaving my career in law enforcement. I just knew it was a leap of faith. I sidestepped over to my family's business for a couple months. I was like, I'd rather collect urine samples at probation than do this. So I, <laughs> I, I sold my home. I was actually in escrow. I was sitting in my car. I had walked off the job. Mind you, I'd, I've worked since I was 15. I've never once walked off a job before. And I was like, you know, wow. like I just knew deep down. I was like, I'm I'm out. It was like that mic drop earlier in this conversation. (laughs) I am out. And I, at that moment in time, my home's in escrow. I'm not going to have a home in about two weeks. And I'm just like, okay, universe. Okay. God, like, let's see what's up because this is where I'm at right now. This is what my next step is. And I didn't know what the next 10 steps were. 
And so I actually moved. I was originally from Northern California, moved to Southern California. This was all in the matter of like a month, quit my job, sold my home, moved wow. to a city. I was like, just going for it. And everybody's, you know, journey might not look quite like that. Like I'm not recommending that, you know, all your listeners go quit their job today and move right. to a different state or anything, but right. you never know, maybe that's for you. <laughs> right. So I ended up just going all in on my business. And actually the first year, it's been about a year and a half. So the first year of my business was, it was humbling. Yeah. And um, yeah. I thought I was just going to, you know, slide right in. It was going to be all sunshine and rainbows. And it was right. some deep, dark shadow work. But what I learned throughout this process and what I'm so passionate about bringing to people is that we actually don't have to keep experiencing these painful cycles. There's a difference between that and spiritual bypassing, which, you know, we hear about a lot of, so there's a difference between being in these, being attached to this lower timeline that was created to keep us stuck in our pain, body cycles, pain, body loops, all the physical ailments, all just the distortions and pain relationships you name it, fill in the blank. We all have our little blank that we fill in of things we've experienced that aren't divine. They're not our, you know, they're not what we, our soul came here to experience. So just going through my own process and really the beginning of this year coming out on the other side to where I'm like, we actually are meant to thrive. We are meant to be in divine health. We are meant to be connected to that divine harmonic of the truth of who we are, our own soul frequency, because we all have a different frequency. And so that's the very condensed version of what has gone on in the last um, several years up until this point. And even though I, I cried buckets last year, but I wouldn't have it any other way. So right, here I am. Right. Wow. <laughs> okay. Okay. Listen. There's so much. Okay. Um, it's, how- so when you, you realize that this planet is dense, is that when you started your own new planet? Is that Holly wants to <laughs> that, go to? I mean, I is that go when to. it started? Well, you know, like, let's talk about what density is. Because, yeah, it's like, great. I it's mean, a great, great way to say it, actually. Being in that position and in, in the law enforcement, um, is very dense yeah, and yeah. and it's interesting i wouldn't think of you as being the least we probably need to define what dense is i think of you as being the least dense person in the most densest yes business yeah not dentist but densest densest you know type of yeah. work and you know there i think well yeah can yeah that's yeah can define just, dense define that? yeah define yeah, dense define for what us that is yeah and yeah. then yeah, it's yeah, best you as you can. Hours. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I and then, know. you know, yeah, how do we, because we're all in dense environments. Mm-hmm. So maybe you can just give a little back, just a little education on what that is yeah. um, and how to yeah. transcend that yeah. a little bit. Yeah. So I'm going to take it really foundational for everyone, because if we're talking about everything at the foundation of frequency and energy, everything carries a frequency, everything carries a resonance. So if we're talking in the sense of density, to me, things that are, especially if it's like, you're feeling that density inside yourself, it's like, those are the things that aren't you and never were. So they could be in the Mm. form of so many different things we as humans love to label, but at the end of the day, foundationally, it's frequency. So it could be a very dense identity structure, something that's not aligned. Like you see yourself as this person, let's say, for example, that even though you don't love it, like you put yourself in this identity structure of, oh, I'm a nine to five, like blue collar worker, for example. 
people Mm -hmm. or um, a dense emotion, um, a dense Mm -hmm. emotional behavioral pattern. For me, it was that abandonment wound that played out for up until I was about 31 years old. I'm 32 now. So until last year, it was this lower timeline I was plugged into where I call it same man, different face. So these are not, Mm -hmm. um, there's a difference between there being a soul lesson and being trapped in a pain body cycle that is meant to keep you stuck and in collapse. That's not the vibe (laughs) I'm talking about. Like there are things where we press up against those, um, those edges and the growth and the soul involvement. That's a completely different conversation than these cyclical pain body loops that are meant to keep us in basically prisoner, right. In this matrix, if you will. Right. Okay. Wow. Okay. We're in the matrix. Well, no, I I love (laughs) that. So good. So, okay. So let me ask you this. I love to look at patterns. So I, mm-hmm. I like to look at that does, loop yeah. and, and let, let's try to break it. But how do people disconnect one? I guess you, you yeah. have to identify that you're in it. Yeah. I like that. I was in a, out of obligation. I stayed in my job, like, like the criminal justice career that you had for six years, but I stayed in my whole life and I knew it was wrong from the very beginning, but I felt like I should do that. So that was one thing I had a bunch of things that I noticed that I was like, I'm not doing that anymore, but how, I mean, I stayed in it. I feel like, I mean, everything's right and on time. So I'm not going to say that I too long. Or, uh, yeah, too long. Yeah. I mean, I could wish that, but I can talk myself out of that and say, you know, it was perfect timing. And so for other people that want to disconnect from that, that pattern, that loop, how do you do that? And I feel like in my opinion, energy healers have helped, but some people don't even understand what that is. Yeah. And so what are your tools, having your friends, your community to help you, having silence? What What are the tools people should go through to figure that out and evolve past it? Mm-hmm. Great question. Yeah, there's several different things I would um, being kind of guided to touch on the first thing. And this is something I didn't know. I've been, you know, working in this, I guess, officially for the last year and a half. And it's not until recently where I, where something clicked for me. So the first thing that I feel is really important is unplugging from this lower timeline. So I feel we all have this, what I call the golden timeline, which is what our soul is meant to experience in this lifetime, like what we've chosen. And that is attached to our own divine harmonic. And we're thriving in this timeline. And so, so we have been, um, I mean, there's so much, we could go down rabbit holes yeah, <laughs> right, on yeah. this stuff. So I won't go too deep into that, um, for the sake of it being a really long kind of, um, conversation. But when I speak of this lower timeline, this false matrix, there's actually these, um, energetic templates. We, we, we can refer to them as implants, um, entities, um, you know, energetic software programs, they're embedded into our music. They're embedded into our movies. They're embedded into um, different rituals, even in the spiritual community, we've been told to do the hijacking is not just, it's, it's not like a, you know, just a one, one thing, but It is, and it, it it actually affects our biology. I call it like a bio hijacking system. So my, um, you know, my suggestion would be to first revoke consent to that because it's tied to contracts and ancestral contracts yes. and blood oaths that go can go back. 
But the thing with, with energy healing that um, I feel was kind of missed when I started down this path is we go back to the root seed point conception. If we think of it as like a, a plant, you have a plant. Yep. And if you turn the leaves off, that shit's going to grow back. You pull it out at the root, you neutralize and harmonize it. So you can then have more, um, like you're releasing the density so that you are in the space to where you can actually be in connection with the truth of who you are. So the first step would be unplugging from that false matrix system Mm -hmm. and completely revoking consent to any of that. And, you know, there's a lot of things that go into it, but, but even just being willing to, um, to see the truth. That's one thing I said at the beginning of the year, I said, I choose to see the truth, no matter what. And (laughs) we're very intense. Yeah, because there is a level where I do believe as we expand our consciousness that these things happen rapidly. Like when we notice something and we choose, okay, I I literally am rewriting this timeline. We're we're going back and we are doing a massive change history, as I call it, across all timelines. And we're multidimensional beings. So all aspects of myself that are still playing it out, because an easy way to understand this is that everything's happening in the now. So if you're right. Experiencing something from a past life, but you're feeling it in the now it's happening in the now anyway. So it doesn't matter. We don't have to necessarily go back and, you know, do 17, like past life, you know, retrievals and all the things, go back to that original event because it's coming up in the now. And so it makes it a little easier, but unplugging from that first and foremost, that this false hijacking system, and it really has um, it, I'm not saying it hasn't affected the men cause it has for sure, but, um, you know, it's tied a lot of it to the feminine and to our womb space and to our ability to create and to our ability to be able to step into this because, you know, even sometimes we have these thoughts that aren't even us. They're not even us. They're literally thought forms that are part of this distortion that are causing us to be like, oh, wait, like second guess ourselves or, you know, again, fill in the blank. We all have our own kind of flavor of what we've experienced. So that would be, I feel, number one is revoking consent to any of those infiltrations and choosing to see the truth, being willing to see the truth, but also following through, you know, and sometimes that's uncomfortable. Yeah. That's going to be our assignment, our uncorked assignment. Oh, 100%. Especially when it gets to some of those root Oh, that root. I that love that root, analogy because uh, I clip the leaves. I mean, and we you can call tell clip the, the leaves. When the root comes out, oh, yeah. how differently you feel. But, but when you think about it, when it, it could be some of some of it could be coming from, you know, your religion or, you know, when you when you think about like at your rooted in your core, you know, for many, that is, you know, one of the, you know, m- largest elements of your makeup is what you learned as part of your your religious beliefs. Yeah. As a child sure. with your family, you know all kinds of beliefs. All those all of those. But yeah, I mean when when you when you choose to acknowledge where they are, that is I that's choose no, to see the truth. Choose to see the truth. Mm. Even as hard as it may be, you know, when it comes to some of those really core tenets of society. That's a big deal, right? It's not for some people. It means death, right? It's still the energy of death because an identity structure that's exactly right. Transforming that. Then who am I? If none of this was right, then where's my golden timeline? I love that. What can I, what can I ground myself to? Right. So I have to go here because you, you opened it up and I've been like really trying to understand this better for myself. And if I'm a listener, I would say, okay, how do I know if those aren't my thought forms? How do I know? And then for me personally, 
How do you know, and maybe these are separate questions, but like, I feel like I've done a lot of personal work and yet I went to a healer and the healer saw something that had attached itself to me and said, well, you, you know, basically said, I can't heal you until you, you detach, you detach, you you do this salt thing and whatever I did it. But, um, well, right. Cause I was like, I can't, you know, right. Okay. So, so I was like, you know, how do I know if I pick up stuff that isn't mine? Yes. And how, and even a, a more basic level is how do we know if we have who's our thought forms versus somebody else's? So mm-hmm. yay. I've been yay. dying to <laughs> no, talk well, to somebody listen, about this. She has been, I've been talking about this for we've weeks. We've been talking now. about this for weeks, actually. And I'm like, how yeah. do you know? Yeah. How do you know? I feel like I'm evolved and yet I didn't know. Yeah. And how, how long I have I had this thing? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I love this because- Part of it too is when people are working with me, I'm not doing, I'm not healing them, right? right. It's coming right. from my right. source connection, coordinating with their higher self. We're co-creating right. it. It's magic. We're doing that. We're co-creating together. Right. Um, so one thing that I feel is um, to answer the, the first question I believe you asked is how can you tell? So, um, and this is part of really kind of getting um, to know yourself and how you process energy. Like I call it an intuition muscle, but the first thing I always ask is one, you can ask, is this mine? And whether you, you'll, you'll get that ping. Is this mine? Okay. Is this my creation? And second, is it something that feels expansive or does it feel contracted? Mm. So is it light <laughs> or is it heavy? Is it light or is it heavy? And so a, a way that you can quickly, cause we all have our own unique medicine, like this stuff, like is not unique to me. Like we're just tapping into a level of consciousness that allows us to access Mm. these more expansive, expansive states, which are really just our divine birthright. So anybody can do this. It's not just unique to me, but you're going to have your own unique way that you bring it. So one thing that I would um, recommend to people, and by the way, you are your higher self, your higher self is not separate from you. And so you can connect with the all that isness of you, which is an extension of God's source universe. So we're not separate. The separation stuff is utter nonsense. And so the, you know, the whole, Mm. like, I mean, I'll I'll leave it at that. Cause I have some Mm. thoughts on what you shared about like the the thing that you were told, (laughs) but literally um, also I'll say as well that it's all through intention. So you, you are that powerful. It's just a remembrance. So what you can do, like, let's say you're in that situation and, and also with healers too, it's it's like, that was that healer's perception of what was going on. Right. Right. So it doesn't even mean that that's exactly what's going on. That was what that they were seeing, right? So one thing you can do is connect to your higher self, your own divinity, and you can, you know, we call it God source universe, fill in the blank. We humans love to label stuff. You can call in that frequency of the heart of source and just command that it be dissolved and it dissolves. That's it. Yeah. Okay. That freaking simple. So, and that's the thing. It's like, we are that powerful. And when we're in that state and when we're in that connection, cause you can never lose that connection. You can never lose it. It just, we feel disconnected because of the density, but you are an extension mm-hmm. of source. It can't be severed. We get fragmented from all this stuff that happens. Right. So sometimes we have to kind of pick the pieces up and remember, but that's why I always say this journey is that of a remembrance of who you are. So does that answer, did that answer all the questions on how people can actually do that? Cause you can literally, yes. you don't need a healer. You don't need permission. And right. if you need permission, this is your permission. <laughs> I don't need to dunk myself like, in a salt you know, bath five I mean, times. Although that would have been actually pretty funny to try and watch. 
<laughs> all the way, whole body. Yes. But is there such such a thing as I mean, and as entities and that cling on to you? Because yeah. I used to not think that there was anything. I'm super Mary Poppins, and there's a beauty to Mary because everything's just glorious. Okay, and I just don't a, see any And just evil. a spoonful of sugar I, I don't, helps everything, no, right? No, please don't have any sugar. But I, I am. But Mary said it was okay. <laughs> I, she did. Okay, yes. maybe mm-hmm. if we bless that sugar and transcend it and alchemize it. The point it. is it's yes, something okay, simple and okay. at <laughs> your fingertips at any time. Yes. Can solve is it all, that right? like, is there, what, what are your thoughts around that? So the way that I would explain entities, entities are low vibrational frequencies, in my humble opinion. Entities can be viruses. Entities can be bacteria. Entities can be a trapped spirit here that is in some form of torment, right? But we are so much more powerful than all those low vibrational frequencies. That's why we, when we're anchored in, and that's why like I have not had popular mindset of most people in the last several years because, and I guess maybe it speaks to me living on another planet, but I live on another planet here because (laughs) to me, COVID doesn't exist on my planet. Like sickness doesn't exist on my planet. Like that is not our divine birthright. Now, no judgment for those who are navigating through things, right? Maybe there's a lesson there for you, right? Maybe there's, maybe you're going to find your purpose work um, by going down a certain path. So there's zero judgment in that sense. But we also don't, when we are anchored into something out of fear, chaos, um, any type of like, you shall do this because, and it's, it's because mm-hmm. of some sort of coercive energy to me. Like if someone's trying to convince me to do something, it's going to be a no, <laughs> like, especially if it's like, Oh, fear, you'd be so afraid. Like, yeah, afraid. You know, yeah. do this yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. I'm good. Thanks so. though. Cause if it was so great, like I'll find it on my own and I'll say yes, because it'll feel like a 10 out of 10 for me. Yeah. Right. So, you know, we don't have to plug into those things and we don't have to plug into things out of fear and chaos goes back to intention. So to kind of circle back to your question, yeah. do I feel that entities are real on this planet? Yes, but it's also a framework of what is what are we calling an entity, right? Mm-hmm. And do I feel like there's certain things that can be attachments? Yes, I feel an entity is a negative belief pattern about ourselves. Like I'm sure. unworthy to me, that's an entity because that's not that's not gotcha. divine. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't necessarily need to be someone else's. For it doesn't it need to, to be like a lurking around, around trying, around, trying right. to attach right. to my light. I'm like, right. stay away from my light. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. <laughs> but do you feel like there are people like energetic vampires that do seek out light workers and, and try and attach to, to fill their own cup up? Yeah. million percent. Okay. And I feel okay. that's where discernment comes in. So yeah. I feel that that's where, you know, you get into this state of, I am so anchored in my truth and I'm so anchored in my power. I'm so anchored into my Mm -hmm. own source connection that I can use that discernment because yes, it is out there. And I felt, you know, I fell into it in certain way, shape and form last year when I, you know, I thought this was the thing and it wasn't the thing. And I learned a very beautiful lesson. Like I, you know, invested near 20 K last year in my business and the, the ROI was near zero. And I was like, okay, I learned very beautiful lessons. I paid 20 K for some beautiful lessons. So, you know, and to me, it's, it's again, just remembering Mm -hmm. one of the most important things we can remember is when we source outside ourselves, that's when we give our power away. So it's all about sourcing from within, from our own reunified Mm -hmm. energetic. And we're just not taught this stuff. So it's no no fault to anybody. We're learning because even these lower timelines and this false matrix that I spoke of, that's an entity, right? Because it's anything that 
um, pulls you out of that truth. It's mm-hmm. anything that, you know, all the disease we have on this planet, like that's not the vibe. We're, we're, we're not meant to live in these states of suffering. Mm-hmm. And we can simply through intention, remember that we can connect to our own source connection and we can call in these codes and these downloads. And, and I mentioned, we all have a unique soul frequency. So we all got a special sauce to bring to the planet. Yeah. For sure. Oh, I love that. Special and so sauce. we had an ROI situation yeah. too. And yeah. and I went out and I feel responsible for it, of course, but she's not blaming me. But um, Oh God, no. Oh no, no, I know what you're now I'm picking up what you're putting yes, out. No, and I was no, like, no, no. I had like oh. called in my angels and said, Okay, should we do this? Is this the good thing to do? And yeah. and I and it was a good a thing yes, to do. And it was a good thing to do, but in retrospect, and so I too like to say, okay, well, what was the beautiful lesson here that we needed to learn? I'm not clear yet what the lesson is. And so how, how, what advice would you give to those that, okay, we feel like we're, you know, leading from our higher self Mm -hmm. and then it really didn't go well. And we're, we're really about like highlighting the good and and there is good that came from it, but I'm still sitting there going, huh? Okay, really? We could have done that a lot cheaper. (laughs) Could have learned those lessons for a much better uh, cost. Did did I get out beyond my skis? Did I, you know, like, what was that? And so do we, so when we're in this situation where are we gotten a job that we thought was going to be great and it wasn't, we thought we were led there, you, you know, maybe moved and didn't like it. I know you like where you live, but, you know, like, how do we turn that around and look at that from yeah. a spiritual standpoint? Yeah. Yeah. I love that question. I've, I've learned that sometimes it doesn't make sense until it makes sense. So I know that's a very, so we're like, in a wait, wait for it sort of mode, right? Wait, wait for, for it. it. Wait what I do with my dogs and their treats. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, wait. <laughs> so tying into that, um, one thing that I've learned is, is there's like a combination of different kind of structures. We got more like the, the feminine and the masculine, the flow, the structure. And for me, it's like, one thing that um, I've had to really sink into is not needing to know the next 10 steps. And sometimes it's just, you get that one mm-hmm. ping, right? You kind of mentioned this earlier and you know, like, okay, this feels really aligned. I'm not sure why I'm being guided to do this. And um, you know, I'm going to go ahead and take this action. And so sometimes it's like all the information isn't always revealed right away, but as it continues to unfold, like we kind of put the pieces together Um, because even like I shared with my story last year, I I was super confused because there was even one point, like the embodied essence member community that I spoke of, you know, this was at the end of last year, I believe. And I was like, okay, God, I'm ready to just pull the plug. Cause I had, I had several members in there, but I was just feeling like super discouraged. And and that day I was like, you know what? Screw it. I was like, if I'm not supposed to be doing this business, if I'm not supposed to be doing all this, like, you know, fine. Let me know. I said, I'll I'll pull the plug. And literally that same day, I hadn't had to sign up in forever. Like someone just randomly signed up and dropped it. I was like, okay, got the message. Okay. I love that. It's to simply ask. And sometimes like the answer will come in a way that it might come through a person speaking to you. It might come through a sign. It might come through your dreams, but you can always ask. You can ask your higher self, tune in and say, Hey, like, I'm really just wanting some more clarification on this thing. Um, Can I please have some more guidance? Show me the guidance. And, you know, I, I would love to receive some more highlights on what this is. And I found that it always shows up when we do ask and we're being open and and receptive and into whatever way that answer is going to show up. 
Hey, everyone. We're so excited to share with you a special gift for being our subscriber. Please head over to LOA Uncorked and get your own free badassery toolkit. What is that, you might be asking yourself? Well, it's seriously very cool. It will give you your own badassery alias, your life superpower, your kryptonite, and those things about you that you should just own with swagger. And we're excited to give this to you. Head on over to LOA Uncorked and get your free badassery toolkit. And do you have the kind of a dialogue back and forth with your guy with source? Like, you know, when, when those little nuggets come, is there like some conversation, acknowledge, like talk about the relationship you have built with your higher self, your guide source. Cause I think that's something that I'm trying to continue to work on for myself mm-hmm. too. And I think it's probably a big part of the equation. So could you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. And as I mentioned, you know, we can never lose this. So for those of you listening, that are feeling super disconnected. I've been there. Like I have been there. So I honor you wherever you're at. There are a variety of different uh, ways that you can do this because what I found with this journey, it's not one size fits all. It's not black and white. Yes, there are their universal laws and all that. Absolutely. But as far as the way we connect with source, God, source, universe, our higher Mm -hmm. selves. It's all very unique. And there are a bunch of different ways that you can really tap into this intuition muscle, this inner knowing, the way you communicate with energy, with frequency, with God. Um, I'll give you a couple things that have really helped me. One is understanding my human design. That has been very powerful because I'm a sacral generator. So like that gut instinct, because for me, it's like, even though I, sometimes I try to kid myself, I always know right away if it's a yes or a no. And I do feel it in my gut and my gut never leads me astray (laughs) and understanding that on a deeper level. So if you don't have your, um, if you aren't familiar with the human design, doesn't mean you need to like, you know, do 20 hours of diving into it, but just understand it, understanding your type strategy and authority is really powerful. You can start playing around with it. So there are all the different clairs. I, I don't, I'm not going to go through the whole list because sure. I don't even remember all of them, but for me, I feel and sense energy in my body very deeply. Uh, for some people, they hear things auditorily. Mm-hmm. For some people, they have more visions. Um, they, their intuition speaks in dreams. Um, a lot of people, it's like that the intu- the intuitive pings I've found are a little softer than yeah. that louder voice, which can often kind of be those, you know, those projections and those patterns and the ego. Right. And so really um, tuning into which ways you communicate, maybe it's going in nature and in si- and being in silence. Maybe it's writing it out, really learning what your area of genius is in relation to the way you communicate with the universe, the way you communicate with yourself, the way you even treat yourself, because mm it's a relationship, right? And oftentimes it's a beautiful indication to take inventory of the relationships in your external reality, because this hologram is just simply a mirror. So if you have a lot of relationships where you're getting mistreated, feeling depleted, or there's a lot of like icky patterns there, that might be something to look at as to ways that you're kind of treating yourself in that same way, where you could bring more love back in and maybe release some things or set some boundaries Mm -hmm. and just start to play with that because it all is an inside job. We have been trained to, you know, project our stuff onto others or, Hey, I got to talk to this person and try to get them to behave differently. Like I found that I, the powers from within the, you know, we have all the control and all the situations and, you know, we don't have to go into those 
um, patterns of collapse. We really don't. So really just starting to build that relationship with yourself from within and asking for support, asking your higher self to reveal these things to you and being open to receiving and having another maybe added layer of trust in that and exercising that as well. Mm. I love that. And is that how, I mean, one of the questions before Gina asked that, I was going to ask if, how do we find our golden timeline? How do we find Mm -hmm. that? And, and maybe it's the sum of what you just said, but how do we find that quickly? (laughs) Well, it's actually, you don't have to find it because it's inside of you. So there you go. Oh, how do I access it then? Yes. yes, Yeah. So the beautiful thing about this is, and this kind of gets into like some of the quantum conversation because conversations, time, time is a human construct. And when we think of it in that way, it opens up the field of possibilities yeah. instantaneously. So what we can actually do is you can even do it right now. You can close your eyes. You can access that part of yourself that is already living in, let's say we're talking like divine health. And I love the divine radiance blueprint all around your highest expression of health, vitality, and radiance. So you can tune into that frequency and that aspect of yourself that's already living in that space. So you can communicate with that version of yourself. You can embody that version of yourself. You're Mm -hmm. literally tuning into that frequency. And um, that would be an example of the golden timeline for your divine health. And you can start to play around with that and really build. It's all identity is so powerful. And this is something that is oftentimes missed. It's like, I'm all for the love and light stuff, but like if the identity structures aren't in place and that's all tied to the masculine energy and if the masculine can't hold up the feminine, then it's like, well, what are we going to do here? We can just right. love and light our way through, you know, whatever, but yes. I hope you, I don't know, sugar daddy or something. I don't, but <laughs> you know, like it, it's, it's so important to really anchor in these templates and and this, these identity structures, because this is where we're creating from is these identity structures, how we choose to see ourselves, how, what we're embodying, whether it be like different, like archetypal themes, even like right. I'm playing around with some of those are kind of fun. You know, it's, it's like become that person that does that thing. You already are right. There's an aspect of you. My friend, I, I really want to get this book. I believe it's called the midnight library. My friend was telling me about it and it's all about, um, and I haven't read it yet, but I feel like it's, it ties to this conversation, but, um, it's like all around like these different timelines. Like I could literally today be like, you know what? I want to be a dolphin trainer and I could go like access the version of myself that, that made that choice to be a dolphin trainer. And I could embody the identity of someone who does that. Like we can literally choose whatever it is. My recommendation would be that is in alignment with your heart and soul, that it feels expansive. Right. Um, cause that's part of the golden timeline is having it be something where it's like, this is what my soul chose to do, but we also have free will here as well. So the golden timeline is just literally your soul's highest expression. And I call it the divine harmonic. So being in that divine frequency, we all have a different frequency, a different soul blueprint, a different soul resonance. So, you know, we're not all the same. It's like, you know, our fingerprints are all different. So it's like kind of likened to that as a, a metaphor that I use. Oh, I love that. And so some of the tools that you use is human design and is there such a, th- so what is the radiance blueprint? Yeah. Is that a, I was curious is, about that too. Yeah. I was like, okay, what is that? Is that a tool? And then 
There's yeah. Jean Keys, and then there's yeah. no wonder I'm like fangirling over her. Yeah, her whole podcast. Yeah, she talks no about all these fun things. She really does. Yeah. So I don't use. So I. So for my clients, like I'll pull um, their human design and their Jean Keys because it helps me understand them at a deeper level. But honestly, in my healing work, it's a lot of recoding. It's a lot of quantum rewiring. It's a lot of what I just mentioned of stepping into that aspect of yourself that's already there. It's it's anchoring in that golden timeline and then releasing the structures and the resistance and the distortions and the implants that is not that. So you can literally see it in the physical because a lot of people with like this healing work is they'll do all this stuff and then they'll be like, well, where the hell is it? Like they don't see it in the 3D physical reality because we're not taught how to anchor that in. People don't understand the way that the the laws of the universe work in order to actually see those manifestations. So um, to answer your question about the divine radiance blueprint, that's something that came as a download to me. So that is and it's available to everybody, but it's the divine template for your highest expression of your um, health, vitality, and radiance, as I call it. So it's basically the health codes, if you will, and the restructuring, um, because I do feel that our DNA has been spliced and messed with, and our divine DNA is a crystalline light body DNA. And so we're not meant to be getting sick. We're not meant to have acne. We're not meant to have you know not be able to take a shit for two weeks like that kind of yeah, stuff. exactly it's yes just, like, Boy, you're, you're hitting on all the uh, all the issues the amount of times i hear women say oh i've got hormonal issues or yeah. i got oh yeah you know, like pcos or all that stuff that is not divine right and again no zero judgment right because no. Right. This is it's what we, where they're at. It's where they're at. Right. Right. Yes. Right. Right. So, so the divine radiance blueprint is your soul's blueprint for your own health and vitality, because it's going to be a little different for each person. Cause it's tied to your own unique harmonic, your own soul's resonance on your 100% optimal function of your physical body as you continue to evolve into that. And so I've even noticed, like, I'm like, sometimes I'm like the structure of my face is different. Like things change even anatomically as we start to step into this and really choose it. And then along with that, you know, we can access different, um, because it's, if everything is a frequency, then we can literally just access different health codes and things to where we're rewriting all the distortions, because I just think of it as data corruption. So if we look Mm. at, um, you know, software programs on a phone, even right. When we upgrade our phone, people like don't balk at that one second, but we're like, Oh, let's upgrade the template of the body. People like, okay, you woo woo weirdo. Like, (laughs) It's right. so true. You're not everybody, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's common, but literally our fascia is like a, it can, it can hold memory. Like our whole body holds it. Our of DNA course. holds it. So we can, we can literally rewrite the script. We can rewrite the corrupt data. So the, when I say corrupt data, that can be anything from ancestral imprinting hmm. from al- alternate timeline imprinting. It can be, um, you know, something that we're feeling where we're feeling some sort of disconnection, ailment, whatever, fill in the blank. And we go back to that original seed point event and we neutralize and harmonize it and just choose to step back into the truth of who we are. And so that's why with my clients, we're always first stepping into the frequency of what it is you're choosing. Cause we're not coming at it from I'm broken. I need to be fixed. And then we read the script of what's causing the resistance to being able to have that fully expressed in the physical. Okay. So let me ask a question. So, so 
I have always said, like, I don't, and we were just having this conversation mm. before we jumped on the call with you around, you know, the manifestation of who I am today, I feel like is a byproduct of denseness. I'll just, we'll just use your language, right? And I don't, in my core of who I am, I have a very different vision of who I am than what is actually physically present. Me. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. In so, now. and mm -hmm. I, I live as much as I can in that version of myself that is not what people see always because that's it has felt innate to me from childhood like I always had this feeling about who I was right and then but then when I like do certain things like we were just talking about going and trying on clothes is a great example like okay I have a vision of what I am but then when I actually stop and like look at the real physical part of it it's like Oh, well, hell, I don't look anything like I thought I did. So I'm curious, like, is that sort of what? Um, well, it's beyond the physical, the genius. It is beyond the physical, it's for on sure. how you show up as a... As, you, yes, 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 yes. As your personality. Personality, mm -hmm. but of course, of 100%. But mm -hmm. I'm just going with something that's like physical because yeah. I think it's a little... For me, I'm a visual person, so it's a little easier yeah. to like... So are you living in fantasy, Gina? Well, my, my sense is, is the fantasy there? Yeah. And if I align with the fantasy, will the rest come? So I always, the way I explain it to people is I feel that there's three components of this type of work that I found. So it's that conscious creation piece of stepping into that and really anchoring that in, in, in that frequency and living from that space. So for example, yes. I'll give an example, like, um, you know, as far as far, cause money is a big one for people, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's use that for an example. Sure. So we have someone who is like, oh, like I really deeply desire, like, to be, have millions of dollars, right. Yeah. To have seven figure income, but then literally in their physical reality, they're pinching pennies and like having, you know, these reactions to where they're not actually living from a space of that identity structure. Not that I'm saying you have to go out and put yourself in debt, right. but what I'm saying is that, you know, if we're stepping into that frequency of the aspect of us, because if you deeply desire it, like why the hell else would we be here other than to be able to experience these things in the 3D physical reality, shift um, paradigms on this planet? Right. I think this is an amazing time on this planet to really anchor in some new structures. And when it's coming from that place of heart and soul alignment, those deep desires, you know, for me, I desire to have that because I feel like having a, a money is freedom. It's a, it's a tool to be able to um, create ripples and change and, um, you know, I want that in the hands of amazing soul driven yeah. yes. good hearted people. Right. Who do that not only oh, for yes. themselves, but for others. Yes. Yes. hundred yes. percent uh -huh. agree. Yep. So, you know, when we have that, that whole ideal and desire. Um, so that would be like step one, stepping into that frequency of that aspect of yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you have, even if it's just subtle behavior changes. So we have like the subtle behavior, like structural changes that would need to take place. And then the, um, another component, so the second component I'll say is like the energy healing work. So the releasing of the resistance to the energetic resonant structure. So let's say, for example, mm -hmm. there's some sort of family programming and this can be, you know, this can be multifaceted specifically with money. It tends to be um, fairly multifaceted for a lot of folks, but yep. Let's say that there's, you know, family structures where, you know, you must save your, you must save all of your money. Let's say that that's like, you know, part of it. And so you're just kind of like, oh, well, I don't even want to like spend money on the sandwich because I need to save it. And I could, you know, eat a bologna sandwich at home, but my soul really wants this meatball sandwich, you know, like it's, <laughs> right. it's like, well, exactly. wait, 
because then we're, then it's like a contracted energy. So the second component is the energy work and the releasing of the resistance and the recoding. So, you know, from that seed point, so it's, you know, all the distorted templates, like I said, first and foremost, unplugging from that false matrix, (laughs) revoking consent to that. And then the third thing is um, presence. So being in the now, because Mm -hmm. the thing is, is if we're constantly chasing the future, the future is not just an ideal, right? All we have is this now moment. So if we can't be in the now and sit with ourselves and allow what's coming up and, you know, revel in the present, it's like the silent instruction of the now is not good enough. So those are the three components that I found to really be kind of like a little special sauce as far as really starting to see those manifestations um, show up in the physical. So, you know, when you were describing this kind of experience you were having, it's like, you know, deep down, like, you know, deep down your soul knows. And that's the thing, like there, we don't need to second guess these things because our soul already knows. So I want to like validate and honor like what you said, because your soul knows deep down what you desire. And so what's kind of the the gap right in between that is all the things that aren't true. Right. And so you can, even one thing you can do is notice when that's coming up. So you have this truth, like literally, even if you just pause for a moment and notice, okay, like you be the observer, right. And Mm -hmm. that can happen in a variety of different ways, even simply taking a breath and letting that story break up already does some rewiring work neurologically, or you can use um, a method where you just like sit down and you're like, okay, where is this housed in my body? Or you can even just say, hey, higher self, I'm feeling this. Can you just like release this for me at the root? Like I revoke consent to whatever this is. Sometimes we have to go a little deeper, but I'm really finding that um, as we continue to expand, we can clear lifetimes and timelines of this density in minutes. Wow. Wow. It's that that, because that's that contracted energy I was speaking of, right? right? It's not, that's not true. That's not, that's not true for you. It doesn't feel true for you. Therefore, it's, it can be just let go of. Right. right. And sometimes, um, you know, if it's like that inner child, sometimes that might require a little nurturing, mm-hmm. um, you know, a little love on the inner child. Um, if it's ancestral, oftentimes I'm like, this is some nonsense. I'm, I'm out on this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was somebody <laughs> else's anyway. Right. Right. Yeah. You can see the words cancel, clear, delete the story. Like, yeah. you know, I just cancel, I don't clear, delete the story. <laughs> yeah. Cancel, clear, delete the story. <laughs> Uh, across all times, all spaces, dimensions, realities, and just oh, letting shit, that go, calling that. in from source, from the heart of source, just asking for support. And oftentimes wow. like you'll find it neutralized or, you know, you can seek out some support to to help that. But it's also a beautiful awareness that you you feel that kind of like, okay, this is what I know is true, but this is what I'm experiencing. So that's right. step one is that awareness. Okay. Okay, listen. All right, so Dan, so, here's the story. Okay, I'm, oh like God, I want to go build buckle a house in, in her in. neighborhood on her planet, mm-hmm. and then go ask for tea. Say, mm-hmm. "Oh, I run out of tea. Do you have any?" And then just pick her brain for five hours. You know, <laughs> poor woman, she wouldn't get anything done. All right, no, I so, know, I know. So. If you see someone that looks like her, I'll give you my in cell phone number. You call me, I'll come pick her up. Oh my yeah, God! I'll, I'll come okay, pick her up. Amanda, this has been absolutely amazing, and we're gonna say oh, Amanda Monier, but we're not gonna go Monier it's too much okay but oh, no it's never too so? much it's never no much. it's okay. that's how we feel so about her we do it i love this so much can you tell us a little bit about your community can yeah. you tell us a little bit about how to connect with you and obviously i mean i i we already know that you're an amazing healer yeah and so yes we do yep can you tell us a little bit more about that Oh, well, thank you both for having me first, first yeah. off. Um, so yeah, my community is 
like my baby, so near and dear to my heart. Um, it's called the Embodied Essence Community. And um, we meet weekly. So we do this type of work that I'm mentioning. Um, the the walk the stepping into that golden timeline, that truth of who you are, the recoding work. And you know, we do it in a group setting because we can give instructions to the higher self and the higher mm-hmm. self knows what to do. So we work at wow. that capacity. So, you know, anywhere from these energy healing sessions, um, I found it to be very powerful when I couple it with breath work. And um, so, you know, if anyone is interested, I do offer the first session. People can come for as a guest, just come check it out. Or for your listeners, I'll give you guys a special code. If someone's interested in joining, they can get their first month free if they would uh, like to join the community. It's just month to month too. So it's like people, you know, I'm not holding anybody hostage, like come, you know, <laughs> check it out. And, um, you know, if it feels aligned, then absolutely. My, um, I do a lot of body healing work. It's very been very interesting. I do, I mean, I do healing work just in general, but a lot of people have been coming to me for body work. And that's kind of where that download for the divine radiance blueprint came from. So my current uh, program, we're actually on week eight next week is it's called radiance. So we're, we're, we're literally stepping into health vitality and radiance. And, um, I work with the a variety of different modalities, but one is um, an energetic allergy healing. So we're going through an, an allergy. People think of, oh, you mean like a peanut allergy or basting? Like al- an allergy is just anything you're not in harmony with. Like I could be allergic to this microphone. Right, and right. It, it, there's just a variety of different things that are really layered into it. And um, so we would just work through. I have hundreds, thousands of frequencies in my kit. So we're working with hormones, we're working with organs, we're working with the fundamentals. Like I didn't, I was actually allergic to my own blood at one point. And so um, amino acids as well, I was allergic to my amino acids. And so they were not assimilating properly. So we work in all all that way, shape and form. So I do, you know, a lot of work with people on the physical body symptoms, because at the end of the day too, we're multidimensional beings. So if you have a physical body symptom, it's going to send ripple effects to all other aspects of you because the physical body is just like, excuse me, um, something's not right. And oftentimes it could be like an event, an emotion, like it's, it's so like layered anyway, to where it's like, we're doing body healing, but it's, everything healing. <laughs> right. Right. Oh my gosh. I love that. Okay. So, and we will put the code in I the show it. notes. Yes. That is so gracious of you. Thank you, Amanda. Thank Fantastic. you, Amanda. Go check her out. New yeah. Earth Visionaries. Great guests, great podcast. Subscribe and check out her, um, her website. We'll have it all in the show notes. And we will go to her, your planet anytime you invite us. And you're welcome back to our planet anytime you'd like. We'd it's love to have planet, you back. Yeah. I know, but we like energetically, okay. we're, we're, we're in different places, which I love. So yes. Thank, Thank you, Amanda. So much fun. Thank uh, you. Likewise. All right. Take care. Thank you for joining our VIP conversation. And please visit us at our website, www.loauncork.com. See you soon.